Next on BYU Sports Nation, the game of the year in BYU athletics. That's easy, right? Okay, maybe not. Your vote matters. Jordan Leslie joins us in studio. What is he hearing from NFL scouts after crushing it on Pro Day? And the sporting news puts BYU in another top ten. Plus, BYU baseball coach Mike Littlewood on the secret to getting umpires and officials to really listen to coaches. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. April Fool's Day, BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Wednesday, April 1st. Wherever, BYU however you're... to the Big 12! That is the last of the April Fool's jokes. <laughs> BYU back to the Mountain West! Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jim Carrey's Tuxedo Taylor, Jerem Jordan. We're hosting the Y Awards tonight. Very excited about that. Not broadcast on TV this year. Uh, we just so had go- a coworker ask us, why? So it goes from G, rated G <laughs> to PG content with that. Um, still keep it clean. It's Brigham. Come on. Uh, but we're very excited about that. Tuxedos ready to go. Pressed. Ironed. Shoes shined, hopefully. And we did none of it. And we did none of it. <laughs> awesome. No, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun night. I feel like the Utah weather played an April Fool's joke on us. 80, 80 degrees yesterday. 80 on March 31st. And then on April Fool's Day, it's like, 58, okay, 50s. Joke's on you. Wind blew my garbage over last night like 100 yards down the street. That was really fun to wake <laughs> up to this morning. Oh, yeah. Okay, go pick up all that wet garbage down the street. Sweet. Compelling and rich. <laughs> but you're right. The tuxedos are ready to go. Jerem's got his powder blue getup all ready to rock on stage. What color are you wearing? I don't even know. It's a secret. Is it really? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It's not. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Gray. Dark gray. One shade of gray. Oh, wow. Really? What? <laughs> The conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, even Jerem, are welcome. Even me? Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What is the game of the year for 2014-15 in BYU Sports? Use the hashtag BYUSN. We bring this up because this is one of the categories, in fact, the only fan-voted category. In the Wire Awards. The rest are voted on by the student-athletes. At Crazy Kook Fanatic, because of its improbability and ensuing shaving of a certain head, host's head, I don't know what she's talking about, you have to go with the win in the kennel, BYU Men's Hoops at Gonzaga. Use the hashtag BYUSN. I feel similarly You had to shave your head because of that. Yeah. We're four and a half weeks into that. I'm all, I, In a week, you I think I'll have real tiny, inve- you have real tiny bangs. I need the canyons to come back. It's looking sharp, dude. It's yeah, it is actually. It just looks like you had a short haircut now. Yeah, like it's it's, it's, gro- it's, it's growing get, back. It's Hopefully, it all grows back. I don't know. We'll see. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else are we discussing today? Number one, the sporting news ranks BYU as one of the top ten football basketball programs since 2010. We'll tell you where they rank them in 30 minutes, and. How the author called out the Big 12. Yep, that happened. The penultimate spring practice for BYU football today, according to NBC Sports. This really got me surprised, Jerem. BYU has the highest attended spring football game thus far, greater than the likes of Miami, Baylor, and Colorado. And Vanderbilt. 
Okay, those are all Power Five schools. Yeah. Uh, it's early, but that's that's cool. I, okay. I know it rained at Baylor's spring game, but for BYU to have fourteen thousand compared to those guys, Baylor went to a New Year's Six game for goodness' sake. I no. thought fourteen thousand was a low number nationally. I'm finding out maybe otherwise. It's early. We'll see. Some breaking news from BYU basketball: Cody Feger, our guy, he can shoot the three, and now he is taking his talents along with Mark Pope to Utah Valley University. You confirmed I, that? I've confirmed that. That's not been announced yet, but uh, Cody Feger is going to leave BYU and go to UVU as well. He's the director of basketball operations here, so BYU have an assist coach opening and the Dobo director of basketball operations opening as well. One day after Kyle Collinsworth and Tyler Haas are given AP All-American honorable mentions, the ladies have their mentions tossed out, and BYU with another dynamic duo in that list. Lexi Lexi Eaton, Morgan Morgan Bailey. Bailey. Congrats. Now, the men were two of 63. I believe they were two of 52 or three. So they are definitely elite. That would make them more elite. (laughs) More (laughs) elite-esque. On that note, rise and shout. It's time for an elite edition of What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Game of the year. Their biggest upset in 34 years since they knocked off number two UCLA. And tonight they take down third-ranked Gonzaga. Is it men's basketball at Gonzaga? That's the most fresh in the mind. Yes. What else are we talking about? Or is it BYU football at Texas? That's a good one. Women's volleyball against Texas. That's a really good one, In the NCAA Final Four. Or women's basketball against Gonzaga in the Mountain West Conference Tournament to keep the Zags out of that WCC Final for the first time in like 75 years. Okay. So there are four contenders here. Is it easy? A lot of people I'm seeing, oh, it's Gonzaga hands down. But is it? Well, those, those are the four games that Athletics has submitted for the fans to vote on. Yeah. If you feel there's another game that should be in there, use the hashtag BYUSN. But you can vote on this, and it, it, it's a fan-voted award in the Y Awards. You just use a specific hashtag. It is the award we feel is the most debatable of the night. As Jerry mentioned, you can vote on Twitter. Here's how it works. There is a specific hashtag for each of the games. Send in your tweet with one of the four following hashtags. Hashtag Y Awards FTB for football. Y Awards MBB for basketball. Y Awards WVB for women's volleyball. And Y Awards WBB for women's hoops. Okay, Again, this is the only Y Award you can vote on. BYU Sports Nation will live tweet the results tonight. Here's the beauty of our conversation today. You can add another game that's not on the list. How about football? You'd be hard-pressed to beat those ones. How about football at California? That was a fun one. To close out the regular season. I don't know. I don't think the team celebrated very hard in the locker room. <laughs> I don't think Bronco Mendenhall crowd surfed. I just don't think it mattered that much. To those the guys. emotion alone in that game. <laughs> yes, and it's not just that was like... a great game. What was the most meaningful win? It's the game of the year. So you can define that how you want. What was the best game? Okay, to me, it was men's basketball at Gonzaga. I know that the Texas win was really big. To me, it has something to do with the opponent. Okay, There's context. And the women's volleyball was huge. That context was huge to get to the NCAA championship match. Number three, Gonzaga. A team uh, that BYU has not beaten in Spokane. The huge home winning streak. Senior night for Pangos and Bell and Wesley. It got BYU into the NCAA tournament. I had to shave my head because of it. It was amazing. It was amazing. TJ Fredette's going to write a song about that win at Gonzaga. Nice. This game was amazing. 
Is that's that the name April, of it. Is that an April this Fool's joke? This game is amazing. No, BYU to the Big 12 is the April Fool's joke. Yeah, okay. I have little reason to argue with your logic on why BYU basketball at Gonzaga but should be the game of the year. It's going to win. I mean, if I had a prediction, like it's, I'd say, mm, yeah, I think that I think that game's going to win. Sounds great. What else are we talking about? Okay. But I'm going to oh, tell but- you why it should be the game that a lot of people aren't going to vote for, and that is women's volleyball. Okay, just just step back for like two seconds. Yeah, it's we're talking about basketball and football. Okay, look, I know, <laughs> high revenue well, generating sports. You have to put on the glass when you do that voice. Okay, there are hey! a couple of things. The women's volleyball win over Texas, who oh by the way was also a top four team at the time. I believe they were number two or number three, depending on which volleyball poll you look at, okay? The win over that Texas team in the NCAA semifinals put BYU in the national championship for the first time ever. I feel like you're David Spade in uh, bench warmers. Athletic. Oh, I didn't know it was athletic. Championship. BYU's team featured not one, but two All-Americans, not honorable mentions, straight up All-Americans, a first-teamer and a second-teamer. And not only was it a win over Texas, but what were we talking about in Miami leading up to the Miami Beach Bowl? How great the weather was. I mean, it was was amazing. And what stole the show for two days? Where was the football team watching three nights or whatever it was before they played the Miami Beach Bowl, what were, what were they watching and celebrating about, and what stole BYU Sports Nation's heart? They were watching The Bachelor, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Help my argument, Jared! Just say it! It's obviously women's volleyball. Yes, it yes. was. The women's win. volleyball. Okay. Not football, volleyball. The win, I think the win at Gonzaga is going to win this. However, it's Twitter voted, so if, the, if there's this huge group of people that wants that and use the hashtag, that wins. The win at Texas... If you had polled us at that time, was ginormous. Oh, it was enormous. It was huge. Winning at Texas, no matter how good or bad they are, is a big deal. It Dominating. Re- it really embarrassing is. Embarrassing them on their home field. But when it stacks up against these other games, the fact that Texas went, what did they, did they go six and five or something? Six and they six? They went to a bowl game. Seven and five. I don't Which know. Which was amazing that they went to a if bowl game. If they were a little better, that might win. Like the win in 2013 where they were 15th at the time. That just, that context meant a little bit more. A little bit more. The context of the two games we're arguing is greater than the context of BYU-Texas football. Yes. But, but the, is that the I lead, want is, all these wins. Is that the leading argument, though? Like, is the context what makes it the best game? Or is it just the fact that BYU pounded Texas was awesome. Yeah. These other ones are, you know, closer. I mean, there are wins. there are iconic images in that game too. Taysom's leap oh, of faith. There's no doubt that we love it. It's what's the best game of the year. It's you know, one of the best. The Jordan sure. Leslie bobbling catch where he's falling down. Like there were moments in that game where that we're was, like, that oh, was, that this was, is awesome. That was pretty good. Okay. Speaking of Jordan Leslie, we're going to talk to him in just a few minutes on BYU Sports Nation about what he's doing now and. After he crushed it on Pro Day, what yeah. his life is like. And if he thinks you can run a 4-9, 40. Oh, that's not even a debate, dude. We'll ask him. <laughs> he's going to say yes because he's a nice dude, but I wonder what he really thinks. <laughs> okay, so with BYU football at Texas, it catapulted the Cougars into the national spotlight, and that's where the relevance, the national relevance. I don't even know like, which Texas win you're talking about, but it's, it's football. the, sa- it's okay, the football. same. That's like, yes. oh, they're the darlings of college football after what happened right here. They dominated the Longhorns it, yeah, again. It, w- it was, okay, 2-0, and 
You beat Connecticut, Texas. Uh, BYU's in the conversation in a lot of ways. That helps, even though yeah. e- even though Texas wasn't uh, an elite team at the time. Now, yeah, I said elite. Now let's pour some fire on your argument, okay? Is there a more is impressive? Is like, there a more a impressive win by any college basketball team in the regular season than BYU? Ending the nation's longest home win streak at 41 games at Gonzaga on their senior it was, night. It was up there. Miami against Duke was part of the conversation in that. Uh, it was a huge win. I would and argue the BYU's win was bigger than Miami at Duke. Miami didn't get into the NCAA tournament. BYU did. Okay. Yeah. So BYU, it was a huge win. It really was. And for this team, I mean, they would have been in the NIT if they didn't have that win. So it was big time. So what's your game of the year? Use the hashtag BYU send vote on this. Uh, you can, all, remember, use the specific hashtag of each sport. Yeah, we love the women's basketball team as well, and they went on a crazy that run a in the West win. Coast Conference Tournament. That was a big win. It is not, it is not the game of the year, though. It just it doesn't resonate the way that the other three do, in our opinion. Maybe it does, in your opinion. Tell us if we're wrong. Tell if, us what you think. If there's a group of women's basketball fans that votes the heck out of this, they win the they award. They might win. That's they win the, the thing. Award. You can Last change year, it was this. women's soccer versus Oklahoma because Jennifer Rockwood and the team were handing out T-shirts to, to anyone vote that, that voted for them. But that was crazy. Three goals in five minutes. That was bonkers. Okay? But again, I, I give the nod to women's volleyball because of where and when it happened in the NCAA Final Four against a top four team. We should mention that uh, this is just one of several awards tonight at the Y Awards. You know, senior male and female athlete of the year, just male and female athlete of the year, teams of the year. Uh, spirit of sport, service. There's a bunch of awards. It's a really cool event uh, for the athletes and coaches and staffs and friends and family that get to participate in this because it's celebration. BYU sports is something that, if you're watching the show, you probably love a lot. And so it's been a fun year. It's kind of a celebration of that. Maybe the game of the year for next season goes down on September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 157. We're getting close to 150. One week. That's five months, 150. Yeah. That's still less. We've already passed. We're, we're on the down it's still way too long, man. Five months? Yeah, but it's like less than half of a year. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm looking at a glass with like this much water, and I'm like, it's 114th full, Jerem. <laughs> Not... 13, 14, empty. Thank you, fact finder. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. What is the game of the year for 2014-15 in BYU sports? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At CJ Hershey, B-ball beating number three Gonzaga. Football destroying Texas. Wait, pick one. Yeah, he said there are two. No, there's one. No, you there's have a, to pick one. There's only one. Only one can win. Okay. One one at game. At Colleen underscore one seventy one. BYU versus Texas. Hashtag P five, baby. That was is that, the, is that, that was football? a big deal. BYU. Is that football or volleyball? <laughs> I'm assuming football, know. but I don't know. BYU a top ten program. The sporting news thinks some more on that in a bit. But up next, the dude killed it on Pro Day. So now what for Jordan Leslie, the wide receiver, joins us in studio. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can always join us anytime you feel like it using the hashtag BYUSN. Listen, it's your chance to get your hands on some BYU Sports Nation swag now for free. All you need to do is show us how you enjoy BYU Sports Nation. 
Tweet us a photo at BYU Sports Nation of you watching or listening to the show Saturday morning on our special BYU Sports Nation at 11 a.m. Eastern time before General Conference. We will announce the winner. The winner gets their very own BYU Sports Nation t-shirt, blue goggles, and wristband. Tweet us your photos at BYU Sports Nation using the hashtag BYUSN. What is the game of the year for 2014-15 in BYU sports? Basketball! <laughs> yeah, see, every Clearly. T- because they're not voting for what I picked, volleyball, I need to do that voice for every everybody that doesn't vote for volleyball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> How could you vote against football? Oh, it's basketball! Yeah. Okay. You can, get, you can get your own pair of these. This, this in from at Saxus Flyboy. You guys make some great alternative arguments. But that win over Gonzaga defined the entire BYU sports year. My man, my man. Did it? It Te- defined the entire BYU sports year? BYU-Texas was a great win. I, th- I think if BYU has 10 or 11 wins in the season, that pops a little more. <sighs> yeah, Still, I, I, I'll take a win over Texas in any sport every single time, though. I'm not going to complain ever about champ. One of these wins put <laughs> BYU in a national championship for the first time ever. If BYU wants to get to the Big 12, stop ticking off the, the leader in the Big 12, Texas. <laughs> right? Yes. We've talked about this. Hey, let's go, to the, let's go to the guy wearing the most stylish pair of blue goggles on the desk currently, Jordan Leslie. <laughs> BYU wide receiver extraordinaire now preparing for the NFL draft. These are the eyes of the NFL scouts after <laughs> pro day for Jordan Leslie. Wow! Woo! I felt a little left out with the glasses. Sorry hey, to get my own. You're looking, you're looking sharp, man. Listen, uh, what the, are you the, wearing? This is how much money we make compared to what you make in a couple months. <laughs> That's what that is. Whether or not you're wearing blue goggles, what is what is the game of the year in your opinion, Jordan? <laughs> I'm a football player. I got to go with the, you know, the win over Texas, maybe even the, the Cal game. But, uh, you know, if I stayed away from my sport, I guess it would be basketball versus Gonzaga. I mean, that's a huge win. You know, killed their home streak and everything. So, yeah, that, I would have to say that Okay, one. you bring up, up BYU-Cal. Okay, so for people that were not maybe as invested in that game because it was the final game of the year compared to, like, the early season. Who are you? Texas, I'm, I'm wondering who those people are. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, okay. Why, why would that game have an argument to be the game of the year? I think that just kind of, you know, showed what the team was capable of. Um, you know, we kind of went through a slump, four-game losing streak, and then that kind of just capped off, you know, the four games after that we won and kind of led us into the bowl game. Even though the bowl game didn't go, you know, as we expected, it kind of showed some glimpses of what the team could have done. What's your argument uh, for the win against Texas in football over one of the other three? Why should that be... The game of the year versus, say, Gonzaga or women's volleyball versus Texas. I guess I'd just say because it was just, you know, a big win. It was, you know, what, 42 7. It was the most dominating performance. performance. We'll go that way. We'll go that way. The most dominating performance. I mean, you know, to put up 42 at Texas, you know, that's that's a huge accomplishment for a team. I'll tell you why he he likes the Cal game. He had five catches for 155 and two touchdowns. Yep. <laughs> That's when it was like, oh, Jordan Leslie's healthy. Michael Elisa was running side by side with Jordan Leslie during one of those touchdowns <laughs> on the, the sideline. Michael ran all year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of speeds and uh, pro day, okay, so we, we just had a conversation during the break. You ran a 444 official time. Now, the unofficial time was a 434, and that was an average on all of the handheld clocks, or whatever. Okay. Was that was that the best part of your pro day? What in your mind? What was the best part of it? Um, I mean, of course, that's that's big time. I mean, to have some scouts, you know, four three one stuff like that. That's that's big time. 
I kind of wish I could have ran a little faster, you know, just kind of. Don't gonna, get greedy. If they're going to add point one, I got to get, you know, four, you know, under the four fours. But, um, you know, I was really impressed with the broad jump uh, to come out there and jump a 10-10. And then position work, I think, was my favorite thing. Uh, I felt like I really showed, you know, what I was capable of and, you know, that I had good hands. So that's always good. What are you hearing from NFL scouts or otherwise about your performance? Uh, you know, I know a lot, you know, we're impressed. I think going into it, the biggest question was my speed. Uh, they kind of doubted, you know, playing most of the season hurt, you know, doesn't, doesn't show too good on the fit on film. And I think they were guessing, you know, four, six, four, seven. I think I kind of blew that away. And I think that impressed a lot of them. I, I think my agents hearing from a lot of teams and, you know, hopefully that put me, you know, the draft. We'll see. Okay. On that note, let me read a quote to you from, uh, one of the guys that was watching you closely, Dane Brugler, senior NFL draft analyst for NFL Draft Scout and for CBS Sports, said this about you on Twitter. Wide receiver Jordan Leslie helped himself at his pro day, 4-4-4-40, 36-inch vertical, 10-ted broad jump, draftable grade from several teams. So with that in mind, Jordan, you feel like you're going to get drafted? I mean, I guess you never want to you know, come out and say it, but I mean, I really hope so. Uh, I feel like, you know, the stats I've put up and the numbers I put up on Pro Day, I feel like, you know, I deserve it. You know, sometimes we don't get what we deserve. And if I don't, it's just going to be another chip on my shoulder. And um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Do you uh, – are, are you healthy now? You know, now I – Now are you healthy? I'm, I'm almost 100%, yeah. Almost 100%. Almost. I, you know, I guess just being an athlete, you feel like you can, you know, just be a little better – but, uh, yeah, I'm like 95. Good grief. What can you do at 100% <laughs> if you're doing that at 95? Run, run faster. <laughs> Jump higher. <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> if you're at 95% now, what, what was your uh, average during the season, would you say? Percentage. Honestly, I was probably like 70. Like, wow. I was, I, was, I was hurting pretty bad. From the I'm, Virginia ankle it was, sprain? It was Virginia ankle and then just overcompensating, and then I pulled my hamstring. In what game? Utah State? The next game, Utah State. Yeah. Okay. It was, like, so it was after, on like the second play, right? Or it first was, play. It was somewhere in, at the beginning. So yeah. Taysom threw a deep ball <laughs> to you. You caught it, and then you were limping. It was like, oh shoot. Oh, that that was the ankle. That was still the ankle, and then it just kind of, you know, just came all together. And then mm. yeah, most of the year was just the hamstring, not even the ankle. Ankle was you know for two weeks, and I was good. Do you have yeah. those conversations with NFL scouts and whatever? Make sure that your agent's plugging that out there. Like he did this at seventy percent. Okay. Like has has that been said? Are they aware of this? Um. You know, I. I Told my agent, and I know he's, you know, trying to get it out there that, you know, the film might look, you know, a little slow and stuff like that. But, um, you know, hopefully teams realize that I wasn't 100%. Oh. Who's, who's the most likely BYU player to get drafted? Uh, you know, I think Alani Fua, of course. You know, he's put up great numbers at the Combine. I know he was a little disappointed about his 40, but I think he, you know, came out on pro day and, you know, showed that he can run. Uh, he's kind of like a tweener, so he's, he's in between. In, you know positions, but I feel like he'll put up great numbers and you know have a chance to get drafted. More, then, more than you? Do you think you're the t- <laughs> the top guy and then the next you never guy? Wanna, is you never want to say yourself. But I mean, of course, I'm I'm coming with confidence and think you know I should I should get drafted. But uh, you know, I think Alani has a great chance. Either way you look at it, your mentality, knowing you, you you anticipate whether you're drafted or not to make an NFL roster. Correct. Of course, you know if I don't get drafted, it'll be you know a free agent, and you know I'll pick a team and you know go perform. There you go. Jordan Leslie with us on BYU Sports Nation. Just had a monster pro day at BYU. Put up NFL draftable numbers when you look at uh, the competing wide receivers. Okay, I have been challenged uh, by my producer, Ben Bagley, first of all. That no, no, I, no, 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 no. You no, said I can do he this. He said I cannot. He said you cannot run a 4-9. 
So that's so when then beca- you met the challenge? That's when it became a challenge. Oh, I thought you said, Don't yeah, step I, up like that on me, no, Jerem. No, he wouldn't just bring it up random. You said, oh, I could do that. And I then he said, said, I bet you and can. And it, it went off of what happened to Harvey Unga during, like, they had some ruined technology. You hear about this? Some, some veteran combine. Faulty he, technology. He ran a 491 and a 494, and everyone at that veteran combine said, oh, they were those clocks were slow because mm-hmm. all of the guys yeah, were everybody. really Felix slow. Jones ran yeah. slow. Everybody. So so homeboy said, "Oh, I could run a four nine forty. Like so now, I can so, run a four nine forty. So now we're going to do this. Do you think he can run a four nine forty? So is this hand time or laser? Are we going to add hand point time. one? Hand time. Hand time. Not adding one. No adding no point adding. one. Hand Wait, time. We have to add one. If no, we don't. Late. If I got no, point one added, he has this point one added. You have point one. You get point two added. This is not a pro day. This is your amateur day. Exactly. Which is why we're not adding. So we have amateurs doing it. So it'll be slow and stuff. My goodness. You think he can run a four nine? <laughs> that I'll be I your think, friend even if you say no. I think people underestimate how fast a four nine actually is. It's fast. It's pretty it's fast. Really yeah. Two time elementary sprint champion at Clinton Elementary. Oh, ran, I ran a twelve second one hundred fifteen years ago. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it to him now. Okay. Hear, hearing those right. stats. Hearing those stats. Wow. I'm going to give him the four. Man, I'm a. <laughs> I'm, okay. on, I'm, on the, I'm on the no side I of need, this. I need some help. I need some help, Jordan. What's the best thing I can do to you, get ready for that? Your start. Work on your start. The okay. biggest thing of a 40 is your start. What should I wear? You Al- saw almost, me. I was just straight almost tight. Almost nothing. <laughs> almost nothing, right? You just wear the little underwear, and then you're good. Oh, my goodness. We don't want that for you, though. Yeah, I don't know we if want, I could do that. We want a onesie, nobody, like nobody zip Nobody wants up. to see. It. I'm going to wear that track jersey right up. I there. want you to wear like the like the the head cover speed thing and everything, like the Jamaican give me the swim cap. Yeah, you have the swim cap on exactly. Headband. Be awesome. Oh my goodness, Jordan Leslie with us on BYU Sports Nation, breaking down the most important part of a forty, and that is the start. Okay. I'll, I'll do yeah, my best, man. Train on your start. Just get explosive. I got Brandon Bradley. He said he's going to help train me. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that's helping much. When did you get a fast guy? <laughs> oh, shot it, Brandon. When did you get Bradley. a fast guy? <laughs> I had to get that shot in there real quick. Yeah. Maybe okay. I should have Jordan help Okay, me. the other day we were talking about elite receivers. Depends on what your definition of elite was. We, but we had this huge argument over Mitch Matthews, whether he's an elite receiver or not, in college football, with everybody in college football. What do you think? Look at the guys coming back. Is Mitch Matthews... An elite college football receiver. It's hard for you to say no, but go ahead. Oh, I mean, I definitely feel like, you know, he has the tools and everything to be one. To uh, become. To be one, yes, of course. Okay, uh, that, that, was, that was my opinion as well. And he said he is now. Thoughts? I think right now, going into the season, he is an elite receiver in college football. I, that, that, is, that is my opinion. We're putting you in a fun spot. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, um, yeah I, can see, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, he put, he put up great numbers last year and stuff like that. Uh, and then, you know, he got injured the season before. So that's the only reason I would say, you know, I know he has the tools to beat. I mean, I've worked with him side by side, and I know, you know, next year he's going to have a great year. Is and he better now than he was last year? Oh, yes. I oh, mean, I went, to, right? I, went to, I went to spring ball, and, you know, he's, he's having a great spring. You know, he's, he's putting stuff together. I even, you know, talked to him about, you know, different ways to run routes, stuff that I learned from my position coach and stuff like that. And I know he's going to have a big year next year. So you're going to make Mitch Matthews an elite receiver by, two, by tutoring him. <laughs> no, that's definitely – he definitely has all the tools to, to be one. He definitely does. I, I, I you know, wouldn't be surprised if he puts over 1,000 yards next year. Absolutely. I, I think he can become an elite receiver. I'm a, I have the same opinion. You think now. You have a different definition of elite than I do. Yeah, mine typically What's, favors what the dictionary 
says two. What? What is the dictionary? We're not going into that now. What we got to go. What is the definition? Let's look that up and bring it back. We, we don't have time you, to argue this right now. Are you going off of yards or are yeah, you going talking, off okay. of... Well, that, you, to me, you're not an elite receiver if you don't have 1,000 yards. you got to have at least 1,000 yards. He was 900-something. Right? Can you be an elite receiver without having 1,000 yards? Yes. I mean, I wasn't... Playing yes. every game? I guess I wasn't considered an elite receiver and I came in with... Listen, you, know, you were very good. But elite in I, I college came football? With, yeah, I came... That's I, when I came here with like... 2000, something like that yeah. in my career, yeah, and I wasn't considered one, so Listen, I don't you're, know. You're, you're fighting that against those guys that are elite that are probably getting drafted, but you're an elite guest. That's the good news. <laughs> elite guest, thank you. <laughs> he's, gone, he's gone elite level now. Okay, your definition of elite is, uh, we're a, is talking a like smaller top number. Top five-ish percent of yeah. receivers, right? See, I, top five percent? Or ten? I don't know. We don't have Woo! time to dig into it. <laughs> it don't ask me a deep question the and give me shallow water. continues after this. Jordan, thank you for being here. Congratulations on Pro Day. You are the man. Oh, thank you. This is my last time being on here, probably. Well, for a while. No. For a while. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we're I'll come call, back. We're going to call again. Hey, that was an elite Pro Day. <laughs> Mike Littlewood, the baseball coach, joins us next. What was the move he made to beat San Diego State? BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan still broadcasting in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. The moving pictures on BYU TV. You can download our show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Check out baseball on BYU TV and BYU Radio this week. Tomorrow, in fact, and Friday, 8 Eastern time, BYU versus the Portland Pilots, Cougars Fresh off of a win against San Diego State on Monday. Check it out Thursday and Friday, 8 Eastern, right here. Man, the energy is high, isn't it? <laughs> Plus, we had uh, some people touring, so they're <laughs> I laughing. Think we scared and them away after the last gasping segment. And, yeah, they're, they were like, we're out of here. <laughs> we're in the, too much, too much sensory overload. Uh, let's <laughs> they refresh. just wanted a picture with Jordan Leslie. That's the point of yeah, them coming in. That's why they stayed around. <laughs> uh, let's refresh today's headlines. The Sporting News ranks BYU as a top 10 football basketball program. We'll tell you where specifically in just a bit. BYU spring practice wrapping up this week, second to last today. And uh, some, br- some news that you broke earlier today, Jaron, that you confirmed. Cody Feger joining Mark Pope at Utah Valley University. It was broken yesterday. Mentioned, uh, confirmed that. Cody Feger, the director of basketball operations, will join Mark Pope's staff at Utah Valley. So BYU will have two openings on its staff. AP All-America honorable mentions for Morgan Bailey and Lexi Eaton of BYU Women's Basketball one day after Tyler Haas and Kyle Collinsworth received the exact same honorable mentions. So good stuff for both sides of BYU basketball. Joining us now, a man who knows a thing or two about basketball, officiating it, and uh, the dynamics of what it takes to be a referee, Mike Littlewood, who is now also the head baseball coach at BYU. Coach, welcome back to Studio B. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I passed the first time, so yeah. try one more time. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that uh, whether you like it or not, you're coming back oh, every okay. week, okay? That's what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> nice job Monday against San Diego yeah, State. Great so, win. So we see Michael Rucker gets started, the closing. Yeah. He throws seven... Scoreless innings? Yeah, wanted to throw eight, wanted to throw eight, and we're like, you know, it's amazing. It's the first time this season we've, we've actually scripted something, and it, and it worked out exactly how we wanted it. Um, and I appreciate you guys talking about Monday and not Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because that was why, that was why, what We dropped a couple games uh, in San Diego to, to start off. But as bad as we played against San Diego, which is kind of a mental thing, I believe, uh, we played tremendous against San Diego State, who's, who, who's just as good, if, if not a better team. It's funny, San Diego can't beat San Diego State. So as we go into Monday, um, Mike Rucker, who didn't get any innings in, in the weekend against San Diego, um, 
we kind of had, in fact, JT, Jeremy Thomas, my pitching coach, brought it up to me. Let's start him and just see how we can ride him a little bit. So I asked Mike, how many pitches would, would you be able to throw and come back Thursday and still close? And he said about 80. So he threw 85, seven innings. Wow. Uh, shut out. It was Colton Mahoney's bullpen day because he's going to start Thursday. So we said we can put him in, but he can only throw 20 pitches. Anything over that's going to fatigue his arm and he won't be able to. He throws 15. And it worked out perfectly because Colton came in and threw against their leadoff guy, their first guy, their third, their first, second, and third guy in the lineup. And it worked out great. And then Keaton sent a Tampa, finished it off. It was, it was perfect. It was a perfect day. Isn't it amazing awesome. when things go to plan? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, finally, something goes to plan. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and, that, and that's a nice win. Yeah, that's I'll, a nice one. Absolutely. Baseball America good ranks good 30, win. so they're 29th. That's a win yeah, it was a good win team. for us. What did that win on Monday over San Diego State uh, do specifically for your team? Just looking at them and talking with them and their their overall confidence after struggling so much against San Diego in a three game series. Yeah, we you know we met after the San Diego series. We went back in a corner and just had had a talk. You know, no yelling, no screaming, but you know, guys, we're better than this type thing. And and uh, why why does this type of thing happen in, in athletics where we just get boat raced for two and a, two and a half games? I mean, if you look at the first game against San Diego, it's two one in the fifth inning. We have a guy on second ba- or first base that we're trying to move over. With no outs and just and then we lose seven one and it and then it just gets out of hand from there. It's a mental thing clearly, but we had a good conversation and, and a lot of the, the juniors and seniors spoke up. Colt Mahoney, Dylan Robinson, Cole Willstead in that meeting. We were probably there a half an hour after the game and and just said let's let's go back to when we played little league and have just have fun. You know, you guys are putting way too much stress on yourself. There's actually people that are working today. You know, doing real jobs and we're out here playing baseball. Let's let's kind of get back to that that uh, feeling and. Uh, we had a fireside Sunday night with, with a little bit of rest on, you know, kind of regroup mentally, and then came out Monday just um, with a renewed sense of commitment to what we were trying to do. Uh, big series this weekend in WCC play against uh, Portland, who's 1-8 in conference, but uh, you're hoping to take three at home. What's the key maybe to this series this weekend? Getting off to a good start. Um, getting good starting pitching performances is big is really big for us and uh if we end up moving Michael Rucker into the to a starting role then eventually then we'll do that it probably won't be this week just because he threw so many pitches on Monday but um that's something that, that we're looking at mm. for us it's really important we lost Hayden Rogers um who started for us last year left-hander out of the pen or he was out of the pen then started for us we lost him to a shoulder injury this year trying to work his way back we're not sure Austin Kamel we lost him a big lefty JC transfer and so it kind of going into the season, we thought, man, our pen's going to be awesome, and now it's just okay. Um, and so we we have to get seven innings out of our starter to to shorten up that pen just a little bit. So that's really what it's going to take. I mean, we're going to hit the ball here. Uh, Portland's got pretty decent pitching. Their record's not great, but they're always a team that just will come in and play hard and and do whatever they need to do to to, to beat you. BYU twelve and sixteen on the season. Getting back to that five hundred mark is. Is that something that you and your and your team talk about and think about? Because I mean, you started two and ten, so for you to be where you are, yeah, that's that's saying something, right? You know, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're playing, and I felt like we played well. Um, I guess you can take a game here or there where we haven't played well, um, or innings that we haven't played well. But overall, from start to finish, I feel like we played at a at a fairly high level. Um, we don't really talk about the five hundred mark a whole lot. We just talk about right now. We talk about 12 more wins in conference play should get us in the top four. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what we're looking at. doesn't matter who they're against, but we know we have to take care of business at home. You can't, you, you know, you can't lose a couple games to Portland at home and expect to be in, in, the, in the top four. That's just not going to happen. And then next week, uh, we talked about it last week, we play 
four of the top five teams in the first five weeks. We go to Loyola Marymount, who's really, really good next week. Uh, so it doesn't get easier, but we have to take care of business at home, no, no doubt about that. As a former NCAA men's basketball referee, do you know how to persuade or argue with the umpires better? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. Probably not. Um, I, I, I've learned when I was younger, I was, I was a crazy man. I mean, I've thrown bases. I've kicked stuff. I've, I've grabbed brushes out of umpires' hands and thrown them back to the screen. and Rosin you know, bag grenades. It, you know, yeah, it's just like <laughs> I've acted like a fool in the past. But you get older, you get, uh, I guess, a sense of maturity and understand when to pick your battles. So I don't run out to first base every time on every close call. But, um, you know, I, I try to be more diplomatic now and talk to them maybe in between innings. And if there's something that we think they blatantly missed, the, the calls that are judgment calls, you kind of just let those go because they're not going to change them a whole a whole lot. Uh, it's the it's the rules things and and interpretations that we try to, to make sure we go uh, have conversations about. But far less arguing now than than when I was younger, and and uh, so I don't think they're I don't think they're going to change their minds anyway. When was the last time you were thrown out of a game? Um, it was it was the last year I was at Dixie, um, and I pitched a fit and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even remember why. I mean, I was on a roll there where there was about 10 years in a row where I got booted every, every, you know, and it's just like, it's the perceived pressure that you put on yourself to like, this game means everything in the world. And so I've got to argue till the very end and then see you later. <laughs> so, you, you know, it, it's just one of those crazy things, but you kind of, you learn, you learn as a coach to just kind of take stuff and we're, we're telling our team to be even keeled. And then uh, if we're not like that, you know, what kind of example is that? Not that I'm not ever going to get thrown out again, but uh, when you're in the dugout and your team's not playing well and you get a bad call against you or what you think is a perceived poor call, things can get out of control in your head really quick. <laughs> <laughs> is there any uh, consequence for getting tossed as a BYU baseball coach? Um, From the like, hey, if you get tossed, no, not not necessarily. I think it depends on on what you do. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. out doing what you're talking about, the you know, pulling the language and pulling the the. Uh, the rosin bag, the is rosin a bag and throwing it, yeah, and crawling around and throwing bases. <laughs> Embarrassing I mean, yourself on Sports Nation. Nobody just... wants to. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> uh, but I think if you just go out and argue and, and you get tossed for a reason, I mean, you're sticking up for your team. So never really had that conversation, and hopefully, hopefully, we don't have to have that one. Well, if you decide to do that uh, this weekend, just make sure that's on, on Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Friday <laughs> there we go. When those games are broadcast to a yeah. national audience. Saturday, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try not to. Let's, let's leave it at that. <laughs> Mike Little with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, last week, you gave us an update on uh, some former Cougars and your son in spring training and, and what's going on there. Has anything else developed over the last week that uh, BYU Sports Nation should know about? Well, not really. My son got a couple more at-bats. Um, it'll probably be the last two at-bats he got. He, he faced Sergio Romo and grounded out back to him. And uh, he said he was just throwing, just like he was lobbing the ball up there at 87. But that's what every big league hitter, I think, thinks <laughs> while they're easy. walking back to the dugout. <laughs> so, But he said it just, you know, like Bugs Bunny, he couldn't hit it. And then Erickson... Um, who Bryce Harper hit the home run off last year. He throws 100 miles an hour and, and struck out off him, gotten a 2-1 count. He said he got a 97-mile-an-hour fastball right down the middle and missed it, and then uh, good night with a slider. So, <laughs> But that great experiences, and they'll, they'll be assigned next week to where they're going to go. And, okay. and uh, you know, every, all of our guys will we'll know next week kind of where they're going. So your son Marcus is with the Seattle Mariners organization. Yeah, we're wondering about Brugman and Hanneman and Adam Law, so that, that yeah. all gets determined next week. It'll all get determined. Nothing in the, since we met last time has happened. I, I don't know if anybody haven't heard that they got at bats or anything. And right now it's pretty sparse. They'll bring a kid here and there just to get him a little bit of experience. And uh, but other than that, you know, the teams are pretty much settled. Jeremy and I have uh, had a couple of debates today. 
And uh, one of them is about the game of the year because the Y Awards is tonight. I don't know if you heard. We're You're going ho- to the Y Awards? Yeah, I'm going to the Y Awards. We're hosting. Are you still going to come? Uh, <laughs> we might seriously? need to throw in a, a Littlewood something. Yeah. Mike Littlewood. Uh, oh, if they brought Rubel back, I'd go. I'll call my wife and see if she's got other plans tonight. <laughs> we'll probably be there. <laughs> even, even though you guys are going to. Okay. Notwithstanding. In spite of. Yeah. Not, yeah. Anyway, I for I totally lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, why uh, awards? Game of the year. Okay, there are four games up for consideration here: BYU football at Texas, basketball at Gonzaga, uh, volleyball against Texas in the Final Four on the women's side, and like, women's like basketball you plug against Gonzaga. On the one that you like, uh huh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what What do you give the game of the year out of those four? I would have to say basketball, men's basketball at Gonzaga. Yeah, there's, my man, my man. Just because it. I mean, you look at the repercussions and, and uh, just what that game got them. It got them in the tournament, basically, and to see what, how good of a team they are. They're, what, they have 80-something wins, straight wins at home. I mean, it's pretty – I don't think anybody realizes how hard it is in college athletics to go on somebody else's field, court, whatever it is, and win. I mean, it just really is. It's an intimidating – the intimidation factor from the visiting team, the comfort factor from the home team. And pro ball is different. I mean, it's like those guys are professionals. They go all – it doesn't matter really where you play. Uh, but it, it, at the college level, home field advantage is, is just um, – it plays a huge part. Really tough. Support your local troops. BYU Baseball on BYU TV Thursday and Friday. Dave McCann will be on the call with Gary Scheide on Thursday. I'll be on the call on Friday with Mr. Scheide as well. And you will hear Mike Littlewood in-game. His favorite part of every game it is. is talking to us during the game, right? <laughs> I wish it would go longer. I mean, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good sport to put up with that. Uh, Mike, great, great to have you in, in Studio B. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at cougarclub.com, and welcome to the club. You got anything else, Jeremy? I think Mike Littlewood looks like Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Anyone ever told you that? I don't know who Jeremy Renner is. One of the college. Avengers? <laughs> you know, I saw that on Twitter. I had no idea what it meant, because I'm not like a... <laughs> BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan. Yo, listen up, nation. BYUSN, it's time to get your hands on some BYU Sports Nation swag for free. All you need to do is show us how you enjoy BYU Sports Nation. Tweet us a photo at BYU Sports Nation or uh, of you watching or listening to the show. 11 a.m. this Saturday. Eastern time, before General Conference, we will announce the winner. So what you have to do is, announce, is tweet at BYU Sports Nation, use the hashtag BYUSN for your chance to win a t-shirt, blue goggles, or wristband. Oh, and wristband. All three. All of the above. <laughs> Just tweet us we've those some, photos. We've had some great, okay. great tweets so far. It's Absolutely. We had one coming from Mark McCready, okay, via the Twitter machine This yesterday. was awesome. He's in Afghanistan. Yeah. Hey, thank you at for what Nomad you do, Mark. Crew. Thank you for what, what you do. Mark? Thanks for watching, but more importantly, serving the nation. This tweet from my 8x12 box in, is it Kabdahar, Afghanistan? Anyway, hashtag go Cougs. That is is outstanding. That's amazing. Keep them coming. We love it. Our Twitter question today. Maybe Mark will chime in on this. What is the game of the year for 2014-15 in BYU sports? Jaron thinks he's right, as always. Is it Gonzaga? Why would I think I was? Why would I, like... I'm going to choose this one, which is wrong. No, I didn't say you would choose that. I'm just saying you think you're right. I generally try to CTR on this program. <laughs> Choosing the right and thinking you're right are two very different things. 
<laughs> I think I'm both. <laughs> think the right when the game is placed before you. What is it? Is it Texas football for BYU? Is nope. it Texas volleyball for BYU Close. women's volleyball in the Final Four yeah. to get win. to the national championship for the first time ever? That was an elite win. Or is it basketball Gonzaga? Uh, or, let's see. That was, the, that was the shining moment of the season with volleyball. Those two were the top two moments for me, for sure. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about game of the we're year. We're talking about the game of the year. How do you not, define it? It's up to you. Not you a can practice, vote on it. A you game. can vote on it. It's the opposite for, of Alan Evers. The sporting news, listen to this, puts BYU in another top 10 list, second top 10 list for BYU in oh. a week. Okay, they were voted the number two most likely team to be a college football. That was CBS Sports. Cinderella. I, I know. I'm just saying it's second top 10 list overall in the week. Okay. Um, or were you not correcting me there? You were just you were just clarifying. <laughs> the people are clamoring to I'm, know what number I'm it is. I'm losing it. Which brings us to the stat of the yes. day. Yes. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Ten. The Sporting News ranks BYU the 10th best football and basketball school since 2010. That's pretty good. Over the past five years, BYU the 10th best basketball football school combined. That's good. This is the quote from the Sporting News. Yes, we know BYU doesn't play in a major basketball conference. Wait, what? The Cougars, however, technically count as a Power 5 school and have had enough success in both sports to make the list. They end with this. So, when will the Big 12 let these guys in? Question mark. April Fool's. This isn't an April Fool's thing. but the That B- is not BYU an April the Fool's. Big they Fool's. asked that question. L- listen to the other teams. Ohio State, Oregon, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Louisville, Stanford, Baylor, Notre Dame, Florida State, and then Brigham. That's a great group to be in. Baylor's that high. That's interesting. But I guess you look at the numbers. Basketball, like they've, been, they've, been, they've been good. Over the past yeah. five years, they yeah. have been amazing. Well, you have Robert Griffin Jr., the third, Bryce as Petty, McLovin would say. Yeah, Great receivers, basketball programs, winning NITs. Beating BYU. Last night I saw a tweet and it said, the matchup is set for the NIT. I read that tweet. I literally cannot remember the two teams that are in the title because it doesn't matter. I can. Brian Logan, it doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) I think you changed the stance though, right? Hey, Jerem, who's in the NIT final? It doesn't matter! Thanks, The Rock. Fast and Furious 7 coming out Friday. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying really hard to remember who it is now. (laughs) It's Miami and somebody. who cares? Miami and Stanford. Who and Stanford. Cares? You know why I paid attention to that? Because BYU played Stanford and beat them this year. That's why I was like, oh, okay. There, that was the amount of interest I if put Stan- in that. If Stanford wins, we will proudly <laughs> say we beat the NIT champs. <laughs> That's amazing. And the CIT and the CBI. Do you like the hype, BYU Sports Nation? Do you like the hype? Sporting News ranking BYU as the 10th best football basketball school. This hype is you amazing. you like them being one of the top five Cinderella's to make a run at the college football playoff in 2015? Do you like it? Or do you hate it? Because it's, I don't think there's much middle ground on this. A lot of people are like, no, the jinx. I don't feel jinxed by it. It's no, just, it's not jinx. You're just, that's why you're Cinderella. I'm not going to believe it all. I'm entertained by it. Coming up, who are the newest BYU All-American athletes? Add more to the list. We'll tell you next in the Cougar Whip Round. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Littlewood does look like Jeremy Renner. BYU Sports Nation, presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. 
I am emotionally drained, but I've got enough left in the tank for the whip. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football is king. Today was the second to last practice of spring camp. And speaking of spring football, NBC Sports reports that rhymed unintentional that BYU spring game was the highest attended game so far. That's more than four other P5s. Men's basketball. Cody Feger reportedly leaving BYU to join Mark Pope on his new staff at Utah Valley University. That dude can shoot the three. Cyclops. Teach the Wolverines, Cody. Women's basketball. I've literally never played against anyone else in a game that shoots a three better than Cody Feger. BYU's dynamic duo of Lexi Eaton and Morgan Bailey, speaking of hoops, received honorable mention APL American status. Congratulations. Softball. BYU softball branded the Aggies. Nice. With a blistering 13-2 victory in Logan yesterday. The Cougs were led by senior Lacey Hofstad, who had a career-high five runs batted in, going two for two at the plate. Lacrosse. The men's team's currently ranked second in the MCLA latest poll behind Grand Canyon. Do you know where Grand Canyon is located? It is in Arizona, in Phoenix, I believe. That is correct. And they have a men's volleyball team as well. But they don't compete in the same conferences as Brigham. For some Division reason. two baseball team as well. Yeah, I am aware the, of the Grand Canyon. Ooh, what are they? No, uh, now ooh. I'm wondering that. Oh, I have to look it up. Okay, look it up. Today's rise and shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com, and it goes to a lady we just mentioned, Lacey Hofstad. Five runs batted in against in-state foe Utah State. BYU softball continues to roll. They win thirteen to two in Logan, as heard on BYU Radio. It's the Lopes. The Lopes. Or the the lo- Antelopes. Or the Lopes. I don't know. Yeah. What is the game of the year for 2014-15 in BYU sports? At D. Young 1993 Men's says, basketball. Men's basketball at Gonzaga. Holler! Yay! You know what? We'll see who wins tonight. <laughs> Good thing it's Twitter voted. Thanks to Jordan Leslie, Mike Littlewood, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUsportsNation.com. For Jerem... I am Spencer. Shout out to Roger Reed. BYU Sports Nation. Back to work.